right, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Excited for a new episode, Mikey. Mm. Nice to be... Uh, I love recording the podcast. It's my favourite part of the week. Uh, every other week. We are doing That's it right. uh, by monthly. Oh, I As we are right now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this time of year, we, we may change the frequency as we get into busier times of year, but the mm. reality is we're not in the busiest time uh, of the golf season right now. Not really an awful lot going on in terms of new release product. We are starting to see some product uh, hit the social media feeds, which we'll touch on in a little while. Um, but we're slowly closing to an end of the season here, Michael. Yep. The golf courses are closing. The snow is flying. Yeah, this is, uh, I think this week actually is your course and mine are both shutting down. Well, you're shutting the big course down at, at Toronto Golf. Yeah, it's closed. So it's done now? Yep, just the nine holes open. Uh, Sunday it closed, so that, that was the last Sunday day? Sunday was the last day, yeah. Yeah, I think ours closes uh, tomorrow. Which, you know what, I'm kind of ready for, like, let them let them close the course and take care of no it. No wonder. I don't You've done well. some damage to that golf course I've this year. I've taken a few divots, and that's the first I've taken a few divots this year. <sighs> you uh, used to pine for a divot, and now you're taking half the It's a lot of swings. Think about you. it. That's a lot of swings. It's a lot of swings. Nine Many rounds this year? I think Sunday was like round 94 or something like that. Is that that on your Golf Canada app? 10 were deleted. I don't know why. Okay, I'm going to check my Golf Canada just see exactly how many... How many have you played? Um, Got to be over 20. Let me see here. Anyways, I was around the 90s, so no big deal. Next year, the goal is... Well, the golf's not over yet. Hold the bus a second. If allowed, there's a few trips where we might play around the golf here or there. Um, so, and I'm planning to go away between Christmas and New Year's. Um, if all goes well, play six times away. So my I've goal got, is a hundred before the end of the year. Okay. I've got about, I'll probably hit about somewhere in the 25 to 30 range for the year. Okay. So it's cute. Yeah. I'd yeah. like to play New Year's Eve this year and New Year's Day. I've never done Are that you before. you planning on traveling? Yes, I am planning that? on traveling to Palm Springs. Nice. Very if nice. If it all works out. You? Um, yeah, we've got some golf. I just played golf for the the past this past week out in San, uh, just north of San Diego in the Del Mar region at the Grand mm. by the Fairmont. Uh, it was a Grand. It's a nice spot. I think the hotel was Grand. Yeah. The course was good. No Crosby, is it with your pal? Very Crosby esque. Lots of canyons and ah, elevation. Crosby was sick. I love that place. It was good. It was good. Um, the Grand, you would enjoy the Grand then. If you liked if you liked what the Crosby was, you would have liked the Grand. I thought it was pretty good. Um, we filmed two uh, episodes for our new on-course series. So for me, uh, we're going to be doing a, a sort of break and par challenge. So nine holes at a time, uh, we're going to be trying to break par. Mikey, we are chasing scratch. Yeah, let's not try to break any score. I don't like. Uh, I don't like that. Too much pressure. Too much pressure. That's. Uh, it's not good for my game. It, it actually is quite good to play. Um, I enjoyed playing with a little bit of uh, something on the line in, in terms of focus. I've not played a lot of golf recently. Yeah, yeah. I think the last I played a, cu- a couple of weeks ago with friends about wandering uh, Yemen, mm. and prior to that, I had played uh, in Streamsong in September. I've played very, very little golf yeah, the back weird. end of the season. No golf? None. Um, so I was kind of thinking to myself, like, I've not played an awful lot. I'm going to have to play, a, you know, around on camera here. This could go 
This could go anywhere. Sideways, yeah. Um, but it was enough. The knowing that it was on on camera, and we were going to have to obviously, you know, put a product out there that was presentable to to these lovely viewers, um, was good to hold me sort of together. There's a lot of pressure. It was good. It was very. I'll need a caddy. Totally enjoyed it. But as we deal with all things current in the world of golf, this past week on the PGA Tour in Bermuda, uh, we had a. Former winner returned to the winner's circle, Michael, Camilo Vajegas. Yeah, what's his ninth win? Is that what it is? Fifth win. Ninth win. Between five and nine. Ah, somewhere between five and nine. Glad you done your research on that. Well, I knew what clubs he was using. I don't know. Google helped you with that one. He's won a few times. Um, I think five sounds more realistic than nine. Nine Nine's years a lot. since he won his last event. Ah, That's oh, where the okay. nine came from. Okay. All right, well, we're in nine years since his last win, really? Yeah. Because he took a long time off, and then he was in the booth earlier this year. Was he? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously not easy to come back um, from what he's went through, right? Mm. I mean, one thing is losing your game and feeling like you're you know, struggling a little bit, and it's another thing to have went through what he went through yeah, with his family, rough. him and his wife losing his... His gorgeous, gorgeous little girl Mia, and just his just his whole world falling apart. Yeah, it's not um, right. Yeah, no, that's no one needs to go through that. That is no one needs to go through that. It's uh, it's a horrendous thing to go through that. Um, you know, I've been there and, and been through that, and it's a horrendous, horrendous thing to go through. So mm-hmm. golf at that point becomes pretty irrelevant. So you know, everyone was pulling especially hard yeah, um, for, for him this past week. And he actually had a chance at it last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was right there and it was nice to see, you know, that form sort of continue on. I um, saw... Uh, which was good. Where was I? I don't remember where we were, but um, I saw on the TV that, like, what winning this event gets you into for the following year and yeah. stuff. He gets him a little trip to Hawaii, which is cool. It gets him... He got him into Augusta. He got him into the Masters mm. and the the, the Open. This, the, he's now in. Yeah, really. I'm pretty sure this one got him into the Masters, which is pretty cool. I would have thought this one would be. I thought it was a bit of normally a, like the a island ones kind of small are kind of. a little bit lower tier. I swear I read somewhere he got into the Open. And he got into the Masters, which is pretty cool. It would be spectacular if he has. Um, well, you're you're 100 right. That was uh, his fifth. Tour win and his previous win was the Wyndham Championship in, um, yeah, 2014. So everyone just press the 15 seconds back on the podcast and listen to Ian say, I was right. And no, I never, I never and said you were wrong. And share this moment you just with your family. His ninth tour Happy win. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Or was it his fifth tour win? Oh, well, close you were, enough. You were close enough. You were, you were on nine the right five, track. Nine to five, as Dolly Parton would say. Nine to five. Uh, you like a bit of Dolly Parton. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so that was awesome. Another really cool storyline for the week, Mikey, was uh, was the brothers. Oh, aye. Brian Bros. George and, and Wesley. Um, really cool to see two brothers teen up on, on uh, a P- in a PGA Tour event. I think a lot of people really associate George more with YouTube golf and, and yeah. playing golf with uh, various kind of personalities or good pal Mike Boucher and others. But the guy's a legitimate, legitimate... Do you see his chippings? Yeah. They were wild. Yeah. They were wild. On the different, like, yeah, his chippings were nuts. Here's the one thing. Wesley Bryan, 
I think he's a great golfer. Mm. He's a very good PGA Tour player. Reminds me of our good pal Mac Boucher. Right. In a way, and I should be the last one to talk about negative down talk of my, of your golf game because I'm one that talks negatively down on my golf game. Yeah. Wesley Bryan talks negatively about his golf game all the time. And I think it's like a defense mechanism. I think that's Mac does it. That's why I've done it in a way. I'm by no means close to how those guys play. But when they interview him, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, my, my game sucks and I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I'm like, bro, you're playing on the PJ Tour. Okay, yeah, you're not winning. But mm. both your brothers, both you guys played well, like, be in the moment, have a good time. Whereas you look at George and he's smiling ear to ear. He's happy just to be out there, you know. So it's, I don't know. I found it, there was a couple things this week I was like, why are you so negative? I just have a laugh. The, so George is a stripe show. It's very easy to be a happy-go-lucky golfer when you've got very little scar tissue. Yeah. Wesley has scar tissue. And and I can say that, and I know Mac has been there because he and I have chatted about it. Like, George, Wesley can miss the planet. With the golf ball. Yeah. George is an absolute stripe show. Now, what obviously Wesley's unbelievable at is with his short game and when he's on this putting, etc. Short cetera. game's good. Really, really good. Um, so he, I mean, he finished, what, T37 this week? Um, you know, and, and sort of had a, had a bit of a rough first round and then he backed that up with 64. Yeah. Uh, seven under when it looked like he might miss the cut and obviously he can't let That's- his... Uh, his brother kind of outdo him. George kind of had the advantage on, on him of his day one. They were tied, I think, after day two and five under. Mm-hmm. And then George ended up finishing. I think he, he was one over in the fourth round after three rounds in the 60s to finish T69. Yeah, his strokes gained. He's definitely on the higher average. Yeah. Uh, Wesley, and I know he's had, you know, some struggles. I think he's a great golfer. I've seen him on YouTube oh, and mean, stuff. I think the guy, I mean, any guy on tour stripes it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just thought in some of the interviews would be like, yeah, I mean, just fake it. You know, you're with your, you're with your brother, like have a laugh. I understand the scar tissue and stuff, but yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a bit different vibe from him. I just, I just think, you know, uh, I think Wesley is one of these kind of guys though, that will be brutally honest. Maybe, you know, a lot of golfers and in, in like, you know, if, if I maybe relate back to my first sport that I love is, is boxing. You talk to, uh, when they interview boxers before every big fight, how was your training camp? Yeah, Best yeah, training yeah. camp I've ever had. I'm flying and I'm beating all my records, all my PBs. The reality is behind the scenes, three weeks ago they ripped their pictorial. The fight was maybe not going to happen. You know, they've not been sparring too good. You know, this and that. Like, that's life. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But, good like, point. I like Wesley because he's, he's, to me, he seems like he's genuinely honest about, like, some days I just don't have it and yeah, I could yeah. miss the yeah. plan. And I know that doesn't make for, you're, I hear what you're saying, it doesn't make for great TV. TV. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I just think. Oh, listen, I do the same thing. Real. People will be like, oh, you played a great game. I'll be like, oh, you know, oh, you know my game's shite, whatever. It's just yeah, the way yeah. I am. But, yes, I don't like compliment. Anyways, that's what I just noticed. I listen. Your I, game's great, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Moving on, folks. So, uh, so that was the PGA Tour uh, of the week. Two great, great storylines that uh, certainly, in this time of year where there's not many reasons to follow the PGA Tour, those were two for me. Was obviously a phenomenal win and a pretty cool storyline with that uh, with the brothers and seemingly like they had all the family there and uh, I loved, loved, loved seeing that. 
Big day yesterday. November yeah. 13th, 13th, 2023. We mm-hmm. woke up to some news. It's a rarity that you get a post on Instagram from Ian Fraser. Before 11 p.m. Before 11 p.m. Keep note of that, folks. You will pick it up real quick. I know. <laughs> You'll understand the comments I make. <laughs> um, USGA conforming list. We can't talk about the product because we actually don't know anything about yeah, this we, product. Yeah, we don't know anything about well, it yet. One or of them don't we don't know. Much know. Yeah. But we've got ping sighting. We've got a tailor-made sighting. We've got a cobra sighting. Yeah, and we, um, we can PXG. see XG. The ping is, I mean, it's out there now. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's, not our, it's not breaking news it, yeah. from us. 10K. You know, ping G430, 10K. Um, look at the pictures. You'll see what's different. You know, there's a fixed weight. There's not movable weights. Yeah. Right, 10K tells you all you need to know. It's the same old story from ping pushing the MOI story. Yeah. Tailor-made. We uh, all said yesterday when we saw the, the picture that I was kind of more paying attention to the picture before I was actually the, the text underneath it. I saw this QIIO and I'm like, is that a new Zexio? Yeah, adjustable Zexio. Adjustable Zexio, move away. I'm like, that's pretty cool. I, know. I thought it was a multivitamin. Yeah. QI, CoQ10. I know, that's right. <laughs> Take your pills. Anyways, the cool thing is Rory's using it. Yeah, straight away. And he's like, Oh, I'm just a driver. I'm testing. You know, I'm putting. He goes. I still want to win this week. He goes, yeah. but it's I guarantee you, Rory's going to learn something from Tiger. If it's in the bag, he trusts it. He trusts it, and he's been testing it for a while. Mm-hmm. And they'd be shocked. It'd be cool if he did win something this week because I wouldn't be that shocked if he went and got the dub this week. Yeah. Would not be shocked. Does whatsoever. that mean he wins that trophy? Yeah, the gold triangle. Yeah, yeah. race to Dubai. Yeah, that's cool. A lot of yeah. money in that. Would not be uh, surprised if uh, if Rory got the dub this week. Um, so yeah, new Cobra product, new Tailwind product, new PXG product, new Ping product, and pff, most importantly, Michael, new Kirkland product. <laughs> Aye, new Kirkland product. You can go buy a hot dog, a driver, That's and right. a set of wedges I know. for $340. And a couple of gloves. You get a soda on the side and a roast chicken. Oh, jeez. I will tell you, the one that I'm excited about the most is the TaylorMade. I love a TaylorMade mm. shape. I think it looks cool. The name's cool. Yep. Um, I've seen some of the other stuff in person, and it all looks really good. Yep. I've had a double look at one of them, and the first time I was like, ah. And then the second time I like looked down and put it behind a ball, and I was like, I like this. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited. New product. I like new gear. Yeah, we, we all love new gear season. It's what we get fired up for at this time of year. We've kind of had enough time with the old product that we're – we're ready to, to see it freshen up. Um, yeah, it, it's... At the minute, the, the sort of... Uh, what I'm hearing um, and, and are sort of observing from consumers is they're most excited by the look of Cobra. They've got some cool stuff coming. I was with our friends at Cobra mm-hmm. last week and, like I said, that was my second look at something and it was... Very cool. Very, very cool look to it. Yeah. And they'll do the whole line. Driver, Fairywood Hybrid. They even got a nice iron that's coming out. Um, I was pretty surprised. Someone asked us. We laughed at it yesterday. They're like, oh, is, you know, Cobra getting away from the, like, being a DTC brand? Or, like, or, or, or DTC brand starting to sort of encroach on Cobra space in right. the golf industry. If you're listening to this podcast or watching this podcast, Cobra makes amazing product. Light years above direct-to-consumer products. Light years. Direct-to-consumer products, lovely. I, they make some nice stuff. Cobra Don't is a billion years yeah. advanced to that. Yeah. And the product is A1. If you haven't tested Cobra, this is not sponsored by Cobra. I'm not paid by Cobra. No. But if you haven't tested their product, 
do yourself a favor, book a fitting at clubchampion.com. That's I, a good plug. Guys, when we are uh, when we are saying these things and, and obviously when we're passionate about it, the reason for that is we are given uh, an insight into the R&D of, of how these clubs came to fruition. We know the process that these companies go through with metallurgists and you know all these different um, sort of material scientists that, that will tell the story of how you know Titleist get their new ATI you know 425 ATI face from Pittsburgh and you know aerospace grade materials and that allows them to get sort of more elasticity and strength and weight savings and allow them to be adjustable like there's real tech stories behind that and I, I, I know there's a certain group of people online who are very passionate about companies who, who want to save you guys money and listen I get that too but you've got to see where we're coming from we're looking for the boundaries of performance to be pushed when you have significant amounts of dollars being put into uh, research and development that's where we get excited so it's not to, to poo-poo DTC and only promote sort of OEM but there's a very, very different process for one to come to fruition than the other. Yeah, I would love to, and who knows, maybe one day in my career, I'm going to start a DTC brand. What are you going to call it? I don't know. But I'm, it's going to be the best DTC brand ever released. Good. I'm, I'm happy for you. I'll play them. Yeah, you pay? No, you'll just play them for free. Do a wee video. I'm going to call one the Ian. Uh huh. And one the mic. If you oh, I play the in. People like lame. I play the mic. <laughs> nice game changer. Hey, back up yourself today. I don't know. Confidence high. No, I be here. Crash all the this morning. Your mum told you you're a good boy. Yeah. Um, Handsome. So yeah, lots and lots of new product hitting the conformalist guys. Uh, if you do want to check that out for yourself, if you're even interested, just go to USJ Conform and list. And you'll literally see uh, what's sort of updated regularly. Um, pretty cool place to hang out over the next few weeks while new products mm. hit. There's a few brands who haven't quite shown their hand yet. Um, but you will start to see um, some of them. One of those brands we were with in Frisco, Texas. Mm. Recently. Oh, yeah, for right. the launch yeah, they, of the, uh, the AI1 Odyssey Putter uh, range. Um, literally have my little AI1 right here. Is that the one you're gaming? Um, I wouldn't go that far. Let's all relax. Don't get carried away. But it's it's an interesting, uh, certainly an interesting one. And, you know, from a, a tech story standpoint, when we see literally into the face as we have that little clear area there and we saw a bunch of the faces, there's a cool story behind it. AI1. Odyssey. And you get into AI1 milled? Milled. The milled, folks, is worth the extra money that it costs. Good quality, high quality, high roller. You're a high roller. High roller. Bougie. Hi. Bougie. Bougie Mike. You love it. I'm going to reshaft it. Uh huh. I'm going to put an Acra sink. sink in it. I almost called it Synergy. Saved you, didn't <laughs> I know, thanks. Uh, Acra sink, 130 gram. 135. Yep, 135 gram. Five zero. Uh, right, with, <laughs> with a Garson Quad Tour taper. I like that. Like that. What logo has it got on it? 
a podcast logo and you can buy that grip right now. Christmas is coming. Yeah. Black Friday. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Um, yeah, I, I think so. Mine is going to sort of be for further testing. Um, I was actually out testing more uh, putters over the last little while when I was in California this past week. Mm. Um, and there might be a new mallet coming into my life. A mallet? Mm-hmm. What about the new blade? Don't worry about that. Oh my God. There might be a new mallet. Um, yeah, I tried something that was really to my liking. Was it the new ones coming? Don't you worry. Just like I wouldn't know, it. folks. I wouldn't know. I was under the weather back in old no, no, Canada. You were, yeah, you weren't feeling your best, so no, you couldn't make it. Couldn't but, make the um, Next time. Yeah, next time. Next time, next time. Um, some new content series on the channel, Michael. Very excited for this. It's been a while, really, since the, the content got a true freshen up, as in some new uh, series that we're doing. Yesterday on the live, we done our first you request that we test it. Yep. So concept being, guys, we dedicate the first 20 minutes of the live to our usual Q&A, and then whatever we do after that, which yesterday was about an hour of product testing. Yeah, and I had to hit balls. You had to hit balls live. Live. You were poo-pooing yourself. To be honest with you, I didn't, other than the driver, I didn't hit <coughs> the other stuff that bad, so I'll take it. Maybe put a seven wood in the bag. Nah, I can't. You were good with that. I know, I can't do it. Can't do it. I have no need I'll for it. I'll fit you to one. I'll fit you to one that you like a little better. Can we do just tell me what to order? No. Well, it's not fitting in, is it? I know, I know. I'm such a bad advocate. <laughs> Get fit, folks. I know. No, I hit that ping G430 Max 7 wood, bumped down to 19. Yeah. Vent is blue in it. So good for you. It was quite good. But there could be a TSR3 showing up in a couple days. Exactly. Could be. Could be. So, who knows? Remember we're supposed to be brand agnostic. That is brand agnostic. Why? You've got Titleist Driver, Titleist Irons, Titleist Wedges. Titleist Ball. Uh, oh, well. Um, so, yeah. Looking forward to more of your requests that we test it. Um, our analytics show that it has already been our best uh, performing live in probably six months, maybe longer. Oh, yeah. Uh, so really, really excited about that. Another uh, series that was actually today's video, Mikey, new versus old. I like that one. That one was fun. Pretty cool, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was cool Little trip see. down four generations of tailor-made drivers. I think four is the, the good number. I do as well. Because you might, people not realize, that's a lot of hitting. And I'm, glad, a lot of hitting. I'm glad you're hitting them. Yeah. Because it would take a long time if I was hitting them. But... The, the four is the right number. Mm. People still recognize the old brand. Some people still probably have that in their bag and they're thinking, okay, I'm four years yeah. down. Should I upgrade next year? Should I upgrade now or whatever it is? Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I'm excited to do it for Cali, for Ping. Um, the, ping the, one, the Ping one excites me the most. The biggest the one G400, I think. G410, G425, G430. I'm really excited to do those four. I'm excited yeah. to do the titles as well. 917, TS, TSI, TS3. I mean, you TSR3. know, some people at Titleist would agree that 917 wasn't their greatest driver in the world. I will tell you it was mints. Um, well, I mean, so I actually have some insight as to why it was the way it was now. Um, the rules changed for Titleist, which I thought was a fascinating thing. I don't know how kind of public this is, but... Um, internally they started playing by a different set of rules um, and that's why their driver got 
so much better, so much faster. Interesting. Um, so I'll explain that to you a little more later. I will on, tell you that they have a YouTube series, and I've said this before. It's five videos. They're eight minutes long or four minutes long. It is the greatest. Like from when they were at nine seventeen. Four minutes or eight minutes. Five wins or nine wins. You're terrible numbers. Is <laughs> when basically Spieth was like, "Listen, I'm getting outdriven. Mm. This is this is taking the piss way too long." Yeah. Get me something. So yeah. They bring the tour truck to Texas. They're like, that's the only prototype we got. It was a TS. And he hit it, and the first one, ball speed was like, it was, I don't remember the number. Three, four mile an hour faster. Five, mi- five mile an hour, eight mile an hour. Faster. And he was like, well, this is going in the bag. Like, yeah. Giddy up. Or you must be crazy. And then that kind of was the rest of the rest. Of but history. did he not play 915 for quite some time? He did. But, I mean, I think after a while he was like, 9.15 was not great, but it wasn't awful. 9.17 was a swing and a miss. Mm. And he's like, okay, all these boys are using M5 at the time or Epic yeah. at the time. And he's like, I need I need to keep it up with these boys. So, um, yeah, the story's cool. But yeah, the, that title is 9.17 TS, TSI, TSR, for what I say and you say, <clears throat> is the best driver of the year. Maybe the best driver for a while. Be good head-to-head. Yeah, without a doubt. Um a new series since we last filmed the podcast, Mikey, is the Swing series. Well, we're mm. doing some little upgrades to your swing. We're obviously on the speed journey, but one thing I was mindful of when I saw the speed that you were gaining was I could see the swings you were making were actually taking you further from where I really want you to be swinging consistently, uh, to be obviously biomechanically sound, to be fundamentally sound. And it's one thing to gain speed, but I want you to gain distance also. Because yeah, yeah. the, the, the likelihood is, I was I think you would have gained quite a lot of speed, but you might not have gained not a lot far. of distance. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think you'll get actually double the benefit if you do a little bit of both, or certainly a little bit of swing stuff along with the speed stuff you're doing. Yeah, the, the swing stuff has been fun. I've been someone who's, I've taken lessons. I've had lessons from some amazing coaches. Yeah. From, from everywhere, which has been pretty cool. I'm a maintenance guy. I don't really want to do like a massive change. I know I got a strong grip. I know I'm just like driving a Harley Davidson. That's going to probably be one that I just can't change. And you and I have said that multiple times. You're like, all right, we're going to work on something else and just leave the damn grip. The whole, you know, keeping the arms away from my body, it's tough. One thing I realized, I was like, I need to like improve flexibility. My flexibility is awful. Um, so I went to yoga on the weekend. And the lady came live. She said, oh, great to see you. I haven't seen you in such a long time. We know I haven't been there in a long time. And she's, I'm like, I don't know, trying to get down. And she like pushes down on my back. And in the silent room, I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to see you ripped up far. <laughs> oh, no, no. I was like, oh, she scared me. And then uh, I was in a lot of pain. So anyways, I was like, right, flexibility. That's something we need. In. You're awfully jumpy. Yesterday in the live or pre-live, Cody gave you a big fright. And you went, oh, yeah. To be fair, you're very jumpy. The guy looks like the caddy from Happy Gilmore, and he's standing right over my shoulder. You'd be scared too. It's a good Anyways. life, Cody. Um, so, lots of new content, guys, coming on the uh, the channel. More, more is actually coming on top of that as well. But um, really great to see the the comments from you guys. Really enjoying uh, this sort of fresh new series. Um, I think it's always good to embark on some new challenges, and, and, and certainly this is from a production standpoint. 
you know, lots of uh, production challenges on top of obviously what we're trying to do in terms of bringing new new content. Um, so we are stepping outside our comfort zone, and and hopefully you guys enjoy that along the way. Yeah, hopefully uh, you're not sick of seeing me hit a golf ball. Sorry, folks. No, Tell I think you got. <laughs> I think yeah. I think to be honest, Mikey, having you on uh, on the channel, I think is is a breath of fresh air because. You know whether you like it or not, what you do is more relatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sort of, you know, you play the game at a higher level from a performance standpoint than most. But people will go, well, six iron at eighty-two, eighty-four miles an hour, where it used to be, is achievable. Yeah. Driver around a hundred, you know, achievable. You know, obviously, you're trying to move away from that now. But the way you play the game is is relatable. One hundred five is the average. No big deal. It is. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah, very, very good. It was easily uh, yesterday. A number, someone was at like 105.9 and 2700 spin or 2400 spin. And I was like, oh, and their uh, ball speed was like 157. I'm like, Phew. okay, I know I'm not at 157, but I was like, that's not far away. Mm. And I saw their carry. I'm like, mm, sign me up. That's why I want to do the swing series as well. Because yeah, yeah, you, you, want, you won't ever achieve that with, with your swing being as out to in and as out, I don't uh, out to in and out down. In. So bad. My path's awful. Yeah, you, your swing's too narrow. Yeah. That's fundamentally why. You, from a, you don't have enough lateral movement in your golf swing. You're too rotational, you're not enough vertical, and you're not enough lateral. So when you start to get, when you shift off in the backswing, you get rotational and you sort of are narrow, it's a recipe for down and left, right? So if you can get the feeling of on that backswing, like my feeling yesterday when, when I was picking up a lot of speed in there was was basically going from setup to being big yeah 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 right and how do you get big by by stretch right you get big then you get small that you get wide then you get narrow and you do that with the right amount of uh rotational vertical and then uh, obviously you have your lateral so you've got to be you know back to when we were I watched uh, over the weekend our video with the world long drive guys and talking mm. about all the components that that they all kind of leverage in order to be as fast as they are you know, Mark Borgman had a great sort of breakdown of what it is that they do to be as long as they are, which is they maximise every possible yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, outlet for, for speed. Yeah. So. We're on the journey. Yeah. And listen, I, like, I love, I love hearing you guys want to join. You know, Cody and Casey, our camera boys, they want to join. The guy from Titleist wants to join. Ryan Andrews Ryan wants Andrews. to join. Andrews, if you're listening. Hello. Absolutely. Um, great to great to hear people are even are some inspired. fitters. Like Paddy's on the Paddy's on the speed train. Like he's quick, but he wants more speed. Wants more. Um, yeah. I mean, it's good. It it's is good. definitely uh, definitely good to hear. Definitely. So you have some questions. Oh, I couple IG questions. Someone was asking, and I don't know where they've heard this that you're joining a new golf club, but he's not, folks. Um. I well, you said you are, but you won't. No, I am. Might not be the one you want me to join, but I'm joining. I'm joining the golf club. Where? Oh, I know that. I am. Okay, okay. Anyways, a couple questions from our friends on Instagram. Thank mm-hmm. you for uh, sending these uh, questions. Um, one was from actually Ryan Gregnell, 
It says, oh. when are we starting the team versus team speed building competition? Let's go, baby. I'm eager for a W. Greg will know as he's joining the winning team, that's why. No. I'm going to win. How? Because I'm just going to win. I get strokes. Long ball, Greg. I know, but I'm going to grow a stash like Greg. You wish you could grow I know. half of a stash like Greg. What a champ. I don't even have peach fuzz, for goodness sakes. I know. Anyways, they want a that would be sick. team competition. I do. I want that as well. Me and... You and Ken Short versus me nah, and Greg. Ken Longball. Ken Longball versus Ken Long Mike, Mike Short. <laughs> Mike Big Ball versus Ken Longball versus Ian, the wee guy, and Ryan Mustache Gregnell. It'll be quite good. That will be good. It would be good. Love to do that with the boys. Actually, next time we uh, film the speed journey, we should we need to get the boys in. Yeah, they're gonna start yelling at me. You know what I was also thinking of? You can't be in golf clothes to do a speed journey. You need to be in like gym clothes. Let's do that. Aye. This this week. That's this fine. is we're doing the uh, update this All week. Right, that's fine. I need to be in like more relaxed clothes. It's I'm too take much. You down. Their battery. No, you within can't start. I'm not fast yet. I'm going to literally beat you within an inch of your life. Like to get me faster? No, just to beat you. I don't like that. I'm going to bring my gloves and wraps. And the other question is, is Ian as rude as he seems on camera? Yes. <laughs> Someone said blink twice if you're in trouble. Blink, blink. <laughs> um, easy one. Is T150 the best all-around iron out right now? Got fit to them recently, and they're fantastic. I mean, you've just answered your question yourself. Yes, they are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, last one. Um, <clears throat> when is Chris Vachal coming on the podcast to talk Taylor May or to talk Mizuno product? Hopefully soon. Hopefully, hopefully soon. Oh, we need I a mean, guest. Whether it's uh, whether it's on the the pod or, or we just we have them on the channel, we need we need some Vachal injected into our veins. Need it back in our lives. That could be quite a good seven wood. Don't one. Oh really? Right. Well, That's no, they, sorry, they do in the STZ. They don't mm. in the the G. Never mind. Um, so we had a guest. We were kind of had a guest lined up, but they've been axed from the podcast now. Oh really? Yep. Who's that? You know. I don't even want to talk to them. Um, do you know? Yeah, you do know. Yesterday. All oh, right, right, right. I do know. Yeah. yeah. Axe. Toodaloo. Yeah. Thanks for not coming. Um, that's all the questions I got. We'll do three a week. Three a week. Thanks for coming. We'll see you. No, some that, like, like. What, what do you want? Got? Let's go. Oh, here's a Let's good go one. Let's go five. David C R W asked. Fairy wood playing length is shorter actually better for the amateur golfer yes. and how short? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I would say Cut roughly short. Yeah, half inch shorter is good. I like three wood between 42 and a half and 43, right? I, I go 42 and a half. Because you're a bit shorter. Mike goes 42. Sweet guy. And um, actually in five wood, we both went 41 and a half. Then I was thinking I'm going to build a seven wood. What length am I going to build it? 41? That's too short. 41. Be nice. No one could borrow it. I could borrow your clubs. <laughs> the uh, shafts are maybe a wee bit soft from it. Uh, I'm going to be an X by the summer. Oh, I. Um, this one's Last too, one. too local. Um, can you explain swing weight and how it can help slash hinder a player? Lighter shafts, heads, etc. This week's episode is brought to you by our great friends at UST Mamiya. The revolutionary Link M40X from UST Mamiya is the new shaft of choice on tour. 
After multiple tour wins, there are 20% more in play this year because of its unrivaled distance, accuracy, and feel. Available in three launch options to maximize any player's swing. See the difference for yourself at Club Champion Fitting. Visit clubchampion.com and book your fitting today. Um, yeah, too light of a swing weight can definitely mess up with strike, can mess up with shot direction, too heavy can mess up with strike, too... Like, the best thing to do if you're unsure and you've got clubs, take some lead tape. Yeah. Put some lead tape on it. See if you like it heavier. See if you like it heavier. Write down how much weight you've put and then take it to a club. If you don't have a swing weight scale, take it to a club builder. They'll have a swing weight scale, digital or analog. They'll put it on. Just see what works the best for you. We here at, in our fitting studios, all our boys have scales. All our boys have lead tape. Throughout the fitting, if we need to put weight then it's all registered, and then when we build your product, it's all built exactly to those specs. So play around with some lead tape. That's your that's your best way to figure out um, how it can help you. I don't know yeah. if it's easy enough to zoom in on that or, or see that. That's kind of swing weight in a nutshell right there, right? So low performance can be light. Low performance can be too heavy, right? Ideal, so it's not like... It's not like one thing happens with light and another thing happens with heavy. Both are going to significantly affect your timing and impact your ability to be consistent in your delivery. So it is, it is a, it is a scale, and if you're too light, you're you're going to be inconsistent. And that's, I mean, inconsistency lies, you know, south of ideal on this chart, right? So that's the way I always look at it. You've got to find what's ideal for you. You know, some people love heavier some people love lighter but if you go too light and you go too heavy you start to find inconsistencies that's that's really how swing weight sort of is going to work it, it's about consistency and repeatability yeah and people find that once they hit their optimal swing weight someone asked me a couple of weeks ago they're like am i too slow for d3 do not think sometimes I, of swing weight and speed it's just, it's just, just it's that a way. feel i mean i could have someone who's slower and a d6 pitching wedge might feel great to them you know yeah. what i mean like that's just all about so do not think swing weight is a speed related you, you can have a, a 60 gram grip a 60 gram shaft a 25 gram grip and a standard head weight those are light components mm. and the club is overall very light but you could be heavy on swing totally. weight yeah, yeah, yeah. based on where the balance point would lie on that particular club you know don't let swing weight fool you into um you know right and wrong mm. you don't be led by that um, so, and that leads me into something that was on the the yeah, live CUNY yesterday that I wanted to be something that was a topic we spoke about today. Shafts do not do what you think they do. Mm, yeah, it's marketing yeah, we, we got a we got a question on the uh, live CUNY yesterday from a a viewer who was saying, "What shaft can I put in my driver to launch and spin less?" Oh, yeah. How the heck are we supposed to know? Now, the topic of this podcast will be shafts don't spin. Simple. On their own. Yeah. On, on their own. Shafts do not spin. Shafts do not they spin on their own. alter certain aspects of the club head that can increase or decrease spin on how that club works. Yeah. But the shaft, you can't just put it in and go, oh, I'm spinning at 3,000. I need a 2,000 RPM shaft. Does, that, doesn't, that doesn't work. We done a test yesterday um, and the shafts, so we tested three um, different EI profiles within the same family and the softest, most tip soft, midsection soft shaft 
spun the least. Yeah. I mean, it just. Yeah. It this doesn't. It does not do what you guys think it's it's going to do in terms of performance. You have to get fitted. Yes, there there are some things from a deflection standpoint that you will see um, on the launch monitor uh, in terms of dynamic loft, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you know, if you get a shaft that's more tip soft and it droops a little bit more, the head drops down and you actually strike it slightly higher in the head. That in itself might dynamically offset the more the sh- the, the the way mm. the shaft is moving yeah, yeah. forward. You know, to offset the delivered loft. So there's those things that are happening in, in motion the whole time dynamically that do not allow us to predict as easily as people want us to which one will go lowest and you know, launch lowest and spin lowest. Yeah. Fitters who do this day in day out are unanimous worldwide that that is not what shafts do. It's not what we should be promoting to you guys that they do. And, you know, to be honest, I'm tired of it. I'm, I'm tired of shaft manufacturers telling you guys this is a low launch shaft this is a high launch shaft it has to stop it's not the truth yeah it's just not the truth and if you want the truth you can't handle, handle the, the truth. truth so uh so that's shafts michael what a great way to end the podcast with a stern 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 statement on shaft performance fraser files completed fraser's facts yeah facts with fraser so, uh, what's up? What's coming up in the next week or so? It's less than, last time we did the podcast, 55 days till Christmas. I think it's 30-something days till Christmas now. You're ready, aren't um, you? Past Remembers Day, so you're ready for the Christmas tunes? <clears throat> yep, Silver Bell. Silver Bell. Um, you know, I was thinking next week, or whenever we record the next one, hopefully, because it's going to be this well weekend. before Christmas. All right, this weekend. The next podcast? Aye. Oh, yeah, next week. Uh, no, not We should week. do a little gift guide. What people actually love want idea. for Christmas. Don't just buy them teas. If you're listening mm. to this, you're probably more of a golfer. But I worked in retail one time, and the guy asked me for ball holders. And I didn't walk very close to him because I don't You said, I'm getting easier for you, pal. <laughs> and he meant teas because oh, he was buying a gift for his dad, which is shocking. So, anyways, we're going to do a tour experience podcast Christmas can't, can't buying guide. I went there, ball holders. Hi, ball holders. Okay, cool. <laughs> and thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Really? Download it. Yeah. Share it with your friends. Play well. Hit it straight. Get faster. Join us in the journey, guys. Join us in the journey. This has been the TXG podcast with your hosts, Mike Martisavich, me Fraser. We'll see you guys in two weeks. <laughs>